Space Cadets and the Legend of the Goliathon. Story by Brent Winzek and Jordan Stein. Sound design by Chris Shindigay and Man of Science Studios. Episode 7, The Goliathon The purple aurora formation shimmers in Lassaport's night sky as the stingray sails north, bound for the cadets. Elaborap stands at midship, wrinkling his nose as the clones hang tightly to the stingray's wings. The ship gains speed, sailing into darkness as the river narrows and the foliage closes in around them. Dripping with sweat, Eldadip ignites green flares along the deck, illuminating the dark walls of the suffocating jungle. Captain, in the trees. Candelonians. God be praised. Think they'll attack? They're sleeping. Aren't they beautiful? I think they're creepy. Perched up there like... like gargoyles. The stingray gains speed. Her masts slapping against low-hanging palms. The Candelonian warriors stir, dropping to the deck of the ship, lunging at the pirates and clones. Elaborap draws his sword as a Candelonian pounces at him, claws out. Don't harm them! They are the chosen race! The clones stand down, refusing to fight them, but the pirates defend, stabbing the few reptiles who make it on board. Beniti paces frantically amidst the pirates' gore, practically frothing at the mouth. Eldadip and Nadadark skewer the last Candelonian, and Beniti turns back to Elaborap, his sword drawn. You are no candlelight! <laughs> Took you long enough. Beniti lunges at Elaborap. They parry, and Elaborap forces Beniti onto the port wing of the ship. Elaborap kicks hard, and Beniti topples overboard. Get these filthy clones off my ship! The pirates slice and shove, battering the clones that fail to dive overboard after their master. Uh, Captain? Trouble ahead, sir. Further north, the blue Danube rumbles up the river. In the cockpit, Jablon stands at helm, and Stanek leans in the open doorway, watching the trees as they speed past. I gotta give Chirpy credit. This thing handles nicely. Chirpy? Really? What? It's catchy. Hey. Stanek steps out onto the Danube's deck, looking around. Do you guys hear that? As he glances over the engines at stern, his eyes grow wide. There, bearing down on them, crawling with Candelonian warriors, is the Halogian Stingray. Stanek ducks back inside, dodging outstretched claws as Candelonians swarm over the deck, pounding at the windshield. The glass cracks. An intricate spiderweb of fractures spreading furiously. I wish I had a gun. They're coming through! Be ready! The stingray fires two harpoons at the Danube's hull, tugging it backwards. The Candelonians scatter as the stingray rams the cadet's ship, forcing it into a channel between two islands. The Danube's hull buckles under pressure, running aground. In the cockpit, the cadets hit the floor as the windows burst, showering them with glass. The pirates march in, and Eldadip peels Hank off the floor. I've got the Hulgarian. What about the others? Take them all. The pirates bind the cadets' hands with rope and drag them out onto the Danube's twisted deck. Elaborap and Veston march in, dragging Argyle in shackles. Argyle smiles weakly at the cadets, then frowns, noting Kliptok's absence. Give us a heading. What? Now. Don't play dumb. Sing your little song, Hulgarian. No. 
I thought as much. Not a dog? Don't do it, Hank. North. We need to head north. Move out. Elder Dip, lead the way. Murray, stay with the ship. Make sure we aren't followed. Elaborab forces the party on through the night until the dark blue light of a new dawn bleeds into the sky. The pirates shove the cadets through a thicket of twisted red vines. They emerge at the edge of an ankle-deep pool where a pink stone temple shimmers like crystal atop a disc-shaped foundation. Clear water flows in, permitting a view of the decorative tile below, cracked in places under the pressure of twisting tree roots. Eldadip points up into a tree where an old spaceship designed to look like a war galleon is tangled in the branches. Scanning the jungle canopy, they realize the treetops are littered with the carcasses of rotting spaceships. It's here. As Elaborap takes his first steps toward the temple, Argyle elbows Eldadip. She loses her grip as he springs for the temple, his shackles jingling, but Elaborap lunges, tackling him into the pool. During the commotion, Stanek jerks his head back into Veston's nose, and the pirate recoils. Picking up the cue, Jablon contributes to the scuffle, but Gligorg clamps down on his leg. Argyle and Elaborap tumble into the temple, followed by Stanek. They freeze, mouths agape. The dome is wide, the ceiling tall, and the temple glows bright pink with energy. The stones are carved into intricate Candelonian symbols, all leading the eye up to a circular opening in the middle of the ceiling. At the center of the room, a pedestal holds the Goliath. The relic looks like a two-foot-tall bonsai tree, its trunk a mass of tightly wound coils. Each bare metal branch is tipped with a ruby, which shoots off tendrils of pink electricity at random, causing the walls to glow brighter. Elaborap charges for the pedestal, but Stanek tackles him from behind. They struggle, and the pink electricity zaps Stanek's right arm. Outside, the pirates and cadets brawl, swords and punches flying. Beniti's clones burst into the clearing, and the pirates and cadets retreat into the temple together. Bringing up the rear, Nadadarg defends the temple entryway, swatting away clones. He grabs a stone and yanks it free, swinging it at the beasts. The stone crackles, shooting jagged stems of electricity through Nadadar, who drops dead. The clones push into the temple, swarming around the pirates and cadets. Beniti strolls in, oblivious to the battle. A tear runs down his cheek as he kneels at the Goliathan's pedestal. In the name of the sacred order, they shall not sully this holy place. The Goliathan is not for them. It is for the Candelonians. God wills it. Stanek fights through the clones and lunges at Beniti, who is quick to draw. Their swords clash. Beniti's face reddens, his glasses crooked on his face. He swings his sword wildly, but Stanek blocks, shoving off of Beniti. As he does, Beniti slashes Stanek's arm. Outside, Candelonian warriors congregate in the surrounding trees, watching the temple. The battle rages on inside the temple. Beniti spits at Stanek and slashes again. That all you got? As Beniti raises his sword to finish Stanek off, a labyrinth intervenes, striking down at Beniti as he shoves Stanek away. Getting his bearings, Stanek explodes, charging them both. He shoulders Beniti, who flies headfirst into the wall. Finally, Stanek clashes swords with a labyrinth. Surprised, a backpedals, defending himself skillfully as Stanek rages. 
You are an angry little man, you know that? Stanek growls, slashing even harder. A laparap swings back, cutting Stanek's jacket. He laughs arrogantly, <laughs> then ducks another blow and kicks Stanek hard. Stumbling, Stanek looks up in time to see Beniti walking dreamily towards the Goliathon. Stanek rushes the pedestal, shoving past the laborat and yanks the Goliathon from its resting place. You want it? Come get it! The lightning sparks around him, coursing through his right hand. He holds the Goliathon high, taunting Beniti and the laborat. You insolent little worm. Beniti raises his sword, ready to cut down Stanek. Brilliant rays of pink lightning burst from the Goliathon, shooting up through the temple ceiling. Startled, Stanek drops the relic and Beniti dives, catching it inches from the ground. He raises it, chanting in Candelonian. The lightning intensifies, consuming Beniti. Around the chamber, the clones disintegrate one by one. He bursts in dust, and a shockwave knocks the others to the ground. The Goliathon snaps back into position as if it were magnetized to its perch. The pool of water in the temple churns, rising quickly. Argyle, what's happening? Your guess is as good as mine. Let's move, guys! Outside, the temple's energy is wreaking havoc. The Candelonians retreat, swinging away through the trees. The pink lightning sizzles up into gray storm clouds, the bolts firing off in all directions. One tendril zaps the Hologian stingray some 20 yards away. Grimtash. Power cells at maximum capacity. Ooh, well, I'll be. Murray flies the stingray straight into the angry storm. Below him, the island sinks, the temple submerging beneath the rising blue waves. The pirates and cadets swim furiously, scrambling for tree branches as geysers rip open. The Hologian stingray roars in overhead, dropping six thick chains with leather handles from its belly. The pirates grab hold, and Stanek clutches Eldadip's legs, swinging them both towards a labyrinth. He slashes his sword desperately at the pirate captain, but the writhing Eldadip kicks him loose, and Stanek drops helplessly back into the water. It's been fun, Captain. We have to get out of here! There! The ship! Climb! The cadets scramble up the tree branches to the war galleon as the water surges higher. Sopping wet, they flop onto the moss-covered deck as the ship breaks free, bobbing in the waves. As it rolls over raging water, Jablon rushes to the helm, steering out to sea. File information. Name, Lassaport Journal. Category, audio. Date, unknown. File playback in three, two, one. We've been scouring the sunken island on Lassaport for some time now, but Hank has not been able to locate the Goliathan Temple. During yesterday's dive, he had a run-in with a cephalopod which was nested close to the temple site. I'm beginning to lose hope. It would seem the entire structure has vanished. I've gone to great lengths to communicate with the Candelonian who aided my companions many months ago, curious as to why his brethren are so hostile. While communications are strained, I've translated his name into English. It's pronounced Nemagayan. Apparently, he's a social outcast due to his scientific curiosity and calm nature. My biggest regret is being unable to date my entries. We've been here for 392 of the planet's days, but it's a smaller planet, and I have no way of calculating the difference. 
We've noted a variety of interesting things in our time here. Captain Stanek's right arm is healing, the mechanic shedding gradually. I cannot say whether this is due to Goliathan exposure or not. We've also regained the use of our weapons, which has made hunting easier. I'm convinced the Goliathan was the cause of the planet's energy drain. Hank and Jablon are salvaging shipwrecks in the hopes of making our adopted vessel, the Red Wida, spaceworthy. The Red Wida rocks in the surf, not far from the explorer wreckage. On board, Stanek and Argyle are dropping cable down into the ship's cockpit. Disheveled and dirty, they look like island castaways. You ready to get out of here? Not really. I still have so many questions. Doesn't seem fair. I don't view the new questions as a failure. No? The only reason I have new questions is because I answered the most important one. The Goliath exists. Engine valve's clear and the cables are secure. I think we're good this time. Everyone inside. Stanek looks out at the pink sunrise as a flock of furry, flying mammals glide low, snatching fish from the water. He smiles, looking down at his right arm, which has healed completely, the metal braces absent, the skin free of scarring. Jablon pats Stanek on the back. I think I'm going to miss this place. We've got other places to see. If they let us keep the mission. Give it up. We're definitely blacklisted. <laughs> Come on. Let's fire this thing up. They duck down into the cockpit and swing the hatch shut. The ship roars to life and a pair of wings extend as the vessel chugs forward. If one were watching from the shore, they might notice a green tail slipping into a porthole window at stern. But the cadets are none the wiser. The red white arises shakily out of the water, speeding past the squawking airborne mammals up towards the rising sun. Season 1, Space Cadets and the Legend of the Goliathan. Written and directed by Brent Winzik. Story by Brent Winzik and Jordan Stein. Sound design by Chris Shendigay. Original Space Cadets theme composed by Manami Morita. Music engineered by Ralph Nicastro. Matthew Whitfield as the narrator. Chris Shendigay as the prologue narrator. Mark Bannock as Captain Walter Stanek. Emily Batsford as Clip Talk. Nate Fessler as Argyle Sox. Max Demirs as Jablon. Gino Hill as Hank. Andre Zagara as Captain Elaborap Smith. Peter Cormican as Beniti Juan Valierno. Lily Dormant as Eldadip, Computer Voice and Reporter One. Paul Guyet as Helmsman Phil, Murray, Veston, Hinney, Reporter Two, and the Beniti Clones. Kyle Salee as Gligorg, Ground Control, and Pockham. Jordan Stein as Nodadarg. Jimmy Wilson as Captain Billy and Admiral Sutherland. Kiefer Adkins as Pontiac Jones. Connor Antico as Clackshock, Board Member and Medbot. Claire Sanderson as Demaria Cole. Brent Winzik as Nemegayan and the Candelonians, and Phil Maniachi as Helmsman Paul. Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim, the next chapter of our sci-fi radio drama. It's been over a year since the Space Cadets' mission was lost, as they stagger their way back to the fringes of civilization. Captain Elaborap resurfaces in the Outer Rim territories to spark a pirate rebellion against the ISF military. On a mission to save an old friend, the cadets find themselves in the infamous Space Pirates crosshairs once again. 
Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim premieres live on October 25th, 2019 at The Tank, a home for emerging artists in New York City. Get updates on Season 2 and explore the universe with our Space Cadets compendium. Visit SpaceCadetsRadio.com. This has been a Space Cadets Radio production.